Welcome to a special episode of Tools, Talents, and Techniques. I'm your host, Dustin Sutton, and today we have a special guest, Mr. Marley Watkins. Marley was actually the first guest that we've ever had on the 3T pod, and we thought it would be appropriate to have this special bonus episode be about year-end insights, what he's been up to, all the lessons that we've learned this so far this year, and some of the things that we're looking forward to in 2024. So here he is, uh, Mr. Marley Watkins. Uh, How are you, sir? Good, good. Very happy to be here. I can't believe we did that first one almost a year ago. Uh, it's been very cool to see the podcast grow. You have a lot of incredible guests and watching them. So congratulations to you. Uh, for all you've been able to accomplish, I've been sitting back and really to see where we started from and to come back a year later. So kudos to you and hats off to you for a really cool podcast. Much needed because we all need to share information. Glad to be sharing it. Excited. Yeah, thanks, man. It, it has been such a up and down year, you know, I, I would say it's actually been probably one of the harder professional years of my of my life, but it's actually been the best in many ways. So as they say, it was the best of times. It was the, it was the worst of times, but all of the things that have happened this year, I don't know. I don't know if I would take any of it back. So I'm excited to to see uh, what's next in 2024. So Tell me what you mentioned before that you transitioned your company into a tech company. Tell me more about that. Yeah, that's um, a pretty interesting pivot. So uh, what we do is on the first podcast, we linked up because we were big in the high-level corporate structure. We really enjoyed providing LLCs and holding companies, parent companies, real estate transactions. That was our life for and we still, it still is. And over time, how the year changes, a client actually reached out to us. And the client was like, let's talk about your business. Can we make more of you? And I was like, well, you know, 10 years of doing this, law school, five years. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of years. He said, no, you can't. That's the problem. He's like, but can tech make more of you? I said, absolutely not. He said, go home, pray, think about it, come back and talk. We'll have dinner tomorrow. So I said, okay, we're home. Prayed, meditated, came back with a resounding yes. <laughs> Technology has come so far and AI has come so far that we're able to really morph our high level corporate structuring and put it through an app. And since then, it's been going 90 miles. And when I sit back, well, I was so happy to jump and talk to this. I would love to talk to our group, folks that come from our generation. And I'm not a 19 year old tech guy. I'm, I'm you know, I know it's also the four in front of it, you know? <laughs> so with those guys, those aren't the normal tech startups. But the speed of it, the opportunity of it, the overall power of it all has really, really, really um, taken us back. And we're blessed because as of this time next year, we'll be able to give an app, right? Basically run your entire wealth and your entire portfolio through your thumb on that. So we're super excited, but it is a tech company. We have a CTO now, a board of advisors, data scientists, all type of stuff. All from an idea that I didn't think was possible. That's the part I like to tell We were pushed into this. Uh, so anybody who's listening thinks that tech can't help but improve your business. The tech is somebody who was literally forced to sit back. Going now, we're building a demo. Crazy for me to think about that. We're literally building a demo out. 
and, and we're doing specs and we're gathering trading data. All that from somebody who saw us more than we saw ourselves. And that's the part of the story that's pretty, will always be humbling. That somebody else uh, saw us in a different light and saw a potential that we didn't see. So it's been, a, it's been an interesting year professionally to run both companies. That's been very challenging. Simply Structure has definitely took some of the hit of morphing because tech is so time consuming, so busy, and again, so So yeah, yeah, we're excited. I can't believe we're talking about this with you. Where when we first talked, this idea wasn't even existing. And now we're talking, it's, 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 it's demoing, it's demoing soon. Yeah. It's crazy, it's happening. Well, congratulations. And I think you hit on a couple of points that I've really realized in uh, this past year or so, maybe the two, past two years, I I don't know if you're familiar, but I took a, an AI certificate course through Cal Berkeley about mm-hmm. business applications of artificial intelligence. And, you know, going through that process and, and being in that course and from those instructors, it really helped demystify artificial intelligence and machine learning and what it is. You know, it's not magic. I know sometimes it seems like it, <laughs> but actually seeing how it works, you're like, oh, this is, it's using this data set. It's using predictive analytics. And and it's saying based on this, this would be the next thing or word or picture or image or fill. And going through that made me realize like, this is not only the future, this is the present, but what it's going to do and how it's going to do it. There's no, I won't say there's no reason to be worried or scared. It's just, you have to think differently. You have to think differently. And the fact that you're taking this uh, opportunity and you're doing something different with your business is very, it's, it's very telling. And, I, and I'm, I'm proud of you, man. That's uh, awesome. Uh, thank Good you. for you. I, I thought about you a lot. We started, you know, just jumping off. I was like, you know what? Let's just, I, if, if somebody like myself who was so not into it, like the people who know me, I'm like a, and my guy, my CTO laughed. I was like, I'm the most accidental tech CEO in history. He said, no, stop saying that. Because Jobs said that too. And jobs are okay. You know, I'm not saying it's like, you just find something that's useful. Don't try to find the tech. Say our product is useful. We're going to literally allow people for the first time have full control of their wealth optimization. I can see how much I'm going to make, how I'm going to do it. Because AI, as you said, it learns through our training data. So I was laughing, talking to someone else. Yeah, I built the company to make myself obsolete. That's the funny part. <laughs> However, I think in AI is similar to cell phones. I think when it first came about, we thought, ah, who's going to use a cell phone? And then you look back now, fast forward 25 years, cell phones are ubiquitous with life. But remember, we were young enough when nobody had a cell phone. A cell phone was a cool thing. It was different. And now, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I would say more than that, cell phone is barely even a phone anymore. It's a computer. It's a supercomputer exactly. in your pocket that <laughs> connects you to the entire world basically throughout time. So, and that's that's parallels what I think AI is going to do. Like what we think of it now, it's going to be so much more and mean so much more to every aspect of our life that we can't even we can't even fully realize what that is. I think a real good thing for the listeners, though, and our group especially, as I'm talking to, is that use it to help you. Like, I, at this point, it's so novice. I think whoever group uses it to help and is not scared of it is going to win massive. I think for anybody in any craft, I'm 99, my, our business is one of the oldest, most historic. It's corporate structure. 
It is literally since 1892. It is not a new business. To see the what it could do to this, I could bet almost any business you could improve yourself by learning a little bit. Like you said, like you, I'll give you credit. You took yourself to the course. I had to do a crash course. I remember my, I had to literally learn in months what all that stuff was because our company now relies on it. Um, I think that if anything for this podcast comes across, I would challenge everybody to take a step back and say, how could this improve my business? Because I'm telling you 100% of uh, Scheduling, appointments, writing emails. I mean, the list goes on and on. Prospecting, analyzing data. I mean, the list is staggering. And this is somebody who, again, I stressed it was not possible. There's no way <laughs> that AI could do corporate structure. Yeah. yeah. I remember the AI guys, they, started, they were laughing at me. They're like, my friend, this can do this. <laughs> and 10 times more. Uh, and, but I think what we yeah. have is, you know, we have up here. One of the things that I, I felt really was one of the most helpful things about doing this course through Cal Berkeley, um, you know, they're not, they're, they're not a sponsor of the podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to give them a shout out because the, 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 the part of the business applications of what they did, it wasn't just, you know, where I come from and, you know, I worked in for the tech field for a little bit, but most of my work has been in commercial real estate, but the people that were coming into this course were from marketing they were from finance, they were from higher education, they were from, um, you know, uh, the medical field. So seeing all the different applications that people were thinking about and their thesis and what they wanted to do with this technology, it was eye-opening. And it was, it, it, and I think when we talk about diversity, I think a lot of what we talk about is diversity and, you know, race and, you know, ethnicity and and even... Um, gender, but there's something about diversity of thought, right? When you bring people in the room that see things from a different lens and from a different angle, and that's what I saw from this course. But people, it was like, oh wow, I didn't even think of that. Like <laughs> it could come, it can do this. Well, maybe if they can do that, maybe this can do that. And the fact that now you're in this pool and you're <laughs> swimming with these with all the tech folks, it's pretty special. Uh, Dustin, my brother, I am so out of fish out of water sometimes. Man, they're talking. I'm looking around like, what's the UX? What's the UI? I'm like, what's going on here? Like trying to figure it out because we come, but it's, it's been so, I'll tell you what the note, I just wanted to jump on because beginning of the year, this was, talk about a testament. We don't know how a year could end. I started our year with a really strong structuring narrative and a plan to build structuring out through really powerful voices that love what we do. We're ending the year with basically hanging a sign on Simply Structure, say going fishing for the next two months. <laughs> And building out and releasing to the world an AI-based wealth, AI-supported wealth optimization act using corporate structure. Still working on that, getting there. <laughs> but uh, and we might be demoing it in different places. So uh, it's been real humbling. I will say another thing that we learned in this experience is that your network is really a network. When this idea came up, we literally were making phone calls, and one call we're in. What do you need? And that's been a really, really humbling. Uh, extremely blessed part to how many people are like, yeah, what do you need? Let me call so-and-so, we're in. And, and it's the people we just knew. We told me the idea, showed a business plan, let's go. I got so-and-so who could do this. So-and-so can do that. So-and-so can so-and-so and so-and-so. So that's what I would say has been really cool and really helpful. Man, that's that's amazing. And and I think one of the important things to, that I want to make sure I put a pin in this and what you said is that, you know, 
you had a plan for your business. Like you were like, it's going to be this. And I think it's so important to plan similar to having a corporate structure and what your business does and how it does, but to understand, to have a plan, but to be flexible, to be nimble enough to be able to pivot, to see when there's an opportunity and to make an informed decision about that opportunity and lean on the right resources to do so. You know, to your point, at the beginning of this year, like I didn't have a podcast <laughs> and this has been one of the most fun things that I've done in my professional career. Um, there's another project that I'm working on that's that's a tech project, but it's focused in golf and that'll be launching in the next you know month or so. Good for you. And it's like, it, it's just, there, there's so much. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun. It's called ranges. They're, they're, uh, they're wearable range finders for golf. So they're like smart glasses, but they tell you your distance to the goal and the elevation. That yeah. makes so much sense. It makes but I didn't, I didn't, right yeah. I, this is one of those things like when i had the idea i was thinking like i wanted to go buy a pair like i'm gonna see how much they cost and when i didn't find them i was like what like this doesn't exist all right well how do i make it happen and then i just started talking to people and then i put together uh you know a business plan i started talking to accelerators and incubators and you know seeing how i could piece it together so now yeah i have a c-corp um, have provisional patent and yeah, good it's happening. You. Good for you. It's funny. Our CLO is cracking up because anybody <laughs> who's heard me talk, they know how much I rail against C corps because I'm such an LLC fanatic. But he's like, "What are you?" I'm like, "Delaware C corp." He's like, "I know." <laughs> I was like, "Because we're going for funding." And, so, and I, I take a step back, and when you're, I had to take a step back and say, you know what? They have their roles. I think leading with a C corp is still not the play. Yep. But a multiple LC structure with a couple of C corps mixed in, yeah. Well, we had to because we're going for funding, fundraising, et cetera, et cetera. And they like C corps, and we had to give shares away. So, but it is true. It is true that the structure is there, the pivot is there. But it's also true is that you got to listen. And I think the, and sometimes listening was for me this experience has been the number one thing. Got to listen. And for example, I wanted I was. He's like, you're a C corp. Listen to your CLO. You know, listen to this. Even our branding colors so listening has been i think one of the more important skills that for this venture where simply structure it was a one-man two-person shop i kind of knew it more than else tech is a global shop you know the whole world has ideas about tech it's been really nice to listen to yeah and i think one of the part a big picture portion here and like what we've learned and one of the things that i understand now so much better than I did even even a year ago, maybe two years ago, is that I'm so happy to be in this point in my life to know what I know and also to know what I don't know. <laughs> and so to be able to listen and to lean on experts and, and be like, hey, listen, I can't do this alone. Because look, if I'm the CTO of Ranges, it's not going to be great. <laughs> you know, if I'm the CF, if I'm the CFO, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to be okay, but it could be better. So to lean on experts, and that's a big part of what I'm doing here with this podcast and show is interviewing people that are doing it and doing big things and, and have a lot of experience so they can share their expertise. And, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. And I find, I find joy. I find um, a lot of excitement in the listening and the learning. And it's been fun to watch your show. You had, you had a lot of diversity of thought guests. And that's been cool to watch. I mean, your guests have been different industries. Like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. And that's one thing that I think people in this space, especially entrepreneurs or whatever you want to call us, 
we learn a lot from each other in the field. I learn a lot from calls with you. You learn from calls with me. I learn from calls. I think having a podcast that even more accentuates that is, uh, is pretty cool. And I think that it, I'm excited why I couldn't wait to jump on. Now, a, a, a shameless plug is that Simply Global, which we are coming out with, because I'm talking about it now, um, it's really, it was built. <laughs> it, it, our CTO, is the first thing to do, one thing I had to learn was, the best thing he told me is this, he's like, you need me in a room to tell you what you don't know. I said, exactly. <laughs> because in those rooms, the, C, the, the tech space, first thing you do, if I, anybody listening, get a good CTO. Somebody who lives, eats, and breathes this, because it's a new language. Uh, and the team has been really fun. I would say this for gentlemen, have to find women to put on your teams. The women we have added on our teams have been invaluable. I think guys naturally hang out with guys. It's a natural thing that we're guys. I think I would say we've been a really made a point to have parity on all positions, all board members, all C-level suites, all 50-50 men and women. I joke now, my guys, you're lucky I make it 50-50. If I didn't, be more women than you. Be very clear. <laughs> if so, I'm giving you a chance. But that's something that <laughs> diversity of thought, I think, for anybody, having some mixed genders on your board or on your people, that's been huge. I've been watching the calls and watching it grow. I'm like, yeah, that's because we have multiple women and multiple men on the call. So that's something that I, I really, come this experience, have taken. It was something we, it was our bedrock principle, and we stood by it, and it's paid off dividends. Like just the ideas, the color schemes. The look, the feel, what do they want you? Having both in a room always gives you an edge. Yeah. Uh, so I want to make sure that we talk about like year-end insights and going back to your your original day job <laughs> and the structure. Oh. Do, do you have any thoughts of like how how people, and even not on business structure, but is there any thoughts of what you do or what you suggest for people as they're winding down this year and going into the next year. And it doesn't have to be specific to industry or anything, but like what, how are you processing information and, and, and boosting off to the next level? I, that's a great question. And I would say one of the biggest takeaways from this year is that the money's yours. I think a lot of times, end of the year is a good time to reflect that you worked hard for your money. I think looking back at all the structures that we built and to see the swings, to see the six-figure differences from a couple pieces of paper that were fine. To see the, the assets being protected. To see the family members not fight. That's been the year-end, because now we're kind of doing this a few years. To sit back and realize that you have a lot more control over your own wealth. and Structuring helps immensely. Uh, and that's why we're so excited about what we do. So the year-end is to, A, it's not over yet. You have nine days or eight days to make some real changes. I had a call just now somebody who's facing some significant capital gains, move them offshore, bada bing, bada boom, guess what? You have a good year. So that's when I say the money is yours. I think people are very, very quick because of training, because of advice, because of accounts. That's how they give it all so back so quick. I would say sitting back at our year end to see the results, to see people who've done it, taking it seriously, take control of their own wealth, that's been something. And technology and access to information is, is more paramount than ever before. So I think now there's no reason. You don't even, you could find information out. Oh, and trust. Trust, wills, that's a year-end, absolutely. Legacy planning and legacy questioning and what do I have has been on the forefront. We've done more trust conversations uh, than ever before. Um, and more my kids are here conversations than ever before. I think the post-COVID world, 
is looking at mortality, to be very honest, a little differently. So if you would say about one thing I look at, I would say using structuring, legacy planning, and the proliferation of trust, by far the biggest year. Now, I have my own views on that. And I think we talked about how I view trust. Now, trust should be used. But for the year end, get something. You know, whatever you're doing, get something. Because that's uh, a huge forefront. If I can say one thing that's probably an outlier is how much legacy planning uh, occurred through structures and how much it was a focal point. So as far as what, when you, when you talk about the structures and, and the planning and all those things, like how do you prioritize your goals and your, the steps? So let's say not even, I don't want to limit this to you talking about, you know, the, the corporation, the filings and all those things. I'm talking about how do you process making decisions like, okay, this is what I want to do in Q1, Q2, Q3. How do you break those down into the steps that you that you and your team tackle? I think we use historical like data, if that makes any sense. Like we use, okay, what periods are people focused on certain things? That also affects our messaging. So quarter one is New Year's resolution, be better at my money time, let me do something. So Q1, our focal point is much more hopeful uh, our goals are much more marketing-based, get a number out there. Q2 is when usually people do their taxes. So Q2 is where the pain point kind of starts. And that's probably where we start ratcheting up our efforts on speaking and really getting our boots on the ground with Q2. Q3 is the reap the harvest. Everything you've done, Q1 and 2, get it Q3. Q4 is a race to the end. <laughs> that's kind of how our business is. And it's kind of been like that consistently. But we have sat back and able to learn as a team People in January, February are real optimistic about doing the right thing. Get them. It's the second quarter one. That's where the pain point really is. People who missed it last year and are filing taxes and getting crushed or who are going through things and the dust all settles. Q2 is probably the more emotional of all the quarters. That's where, oh, my gosh, I just said, you know, that's when those come up. Um, so I would say as, a, as it happens, <laughs> Q2 is the one we get the most of. And I think that's so we said how we plan. We plan basically how the consumer really feels. They're very happy Q1. By Q4, it's like, you got to get it done. Like, I had to call this now. How much time do we have? Seven days. Okay, I'm going to go on the phone right now. Yeah, seven days. So we're, we're on that seven days, six days, five days, four days, three days, two days, one day. That's it. You know, we lost all the expenses. Do it again next year. Open this year. You know, that's where we're at. So Q4 is bananas all the time. Mm. I like Q3. Um, Q3 is chill. I also wanted to ask you about... Yeah, Q3 is <laughs> reap the harvest, yeah, right? That's what you said, Q3. So... <laughs> uh and you know some years is different than others but i like that you say in general like this is the this is the the flow mm -hmm. and that's what you do so i, I like that a lot um i, I want to talk about building your team and you know you being exposed to this tech world and now you're like okay now i got to bring in these team members these partners to do these things, but they're doing things that I don't, how did you go about your process in finding the right people to be on your team? Jimmy Johnson. No, I, really, it makes sense. If you follow sport, sport, he built Miami with homegrown talent. I said, and I thought, I thought homegrown talent, who do we know here? And we all, and the business plan speaks it. I think, and I still think there's a great deal of talented folks who for one way or another left the workforce, had family, something happened. Had a, and then the two or three years out, they're on the bench and not getting it. Or retirees. A lot of retirees retired at 
55, 56. They've been there 30 years in, but there's still a ton of good. So some of our team members we went out and built, we used those three groups. Because that way you don't have to worry about capital. You pretty much have your capital. You don't need to be paid immediately because you're sitting on your, you're, you're retired. You don't, or if you're sitting, you know, uh, you've done enough at home where you've built your savings up. Our CTO, we were blessed that left Apple because they want to spend more time with their family. And they were just home. And I said, listen, I know you're not in the workforce, but what do you think? Back forward, back and forth. I like the idea I'm in. So I would say that pool of folks who, ki- who kids kind of, I, I think there's a real talented group of folks who a spouse may be a high earner. They needed them to pivot. They needed them to be home a little bit more. Year three or year four, they're out of the workforce. The resume is a little shallow. I think for a startup, that's great capital because they're hungry. All of our team is hungry. You know, so we built from a mixture. Some re- our, our head of sales, for example, retired from head of sales training at Novartis, global sales trainer, guys of Kina. He has been home for about 500 days. So, hey, how you feeling? Fancy. Eh, Want to get in the game again? <laughs> Let's go. And now he's running meetings. Like he's, so I think he's, and he's galvanized. He's like, dude, I'm so fired up about this idea. So I think the team, to build a team, I really think you sit back and look, who's on the bench that's kind of here? That Because startups, you, you're always bootstrapped. You don't want somebody that needs to get paid to keep the light bills on. That's a hard lift. But you know somebody who's maybe sitting on an insurance, sitting on a settlement, sitting home, collecting some stuff. You're like, hey, let's, and who's extremely talented. And that's the thing we found. The amount of talent we've been able to find uh, has been really, really, really impressive. Our, our team, I'll take our team. I think everybody will take their team. I'll take our team hands down. Yeah, how, how, so how did you actually go about finding them? Did you put out feelers for, uh, um, a, you know, through your tour. network? Oh, or, yeah, like, walking tour. Was, yeah, I was going on asking people, sitting down, feeling, really recruiting. I felt like I was like a coach, like going out and recruiting, like, like a, a recruiting trips. Like I, I drove to D.C. to see a social media guy. I was like, hey, man, you know, and he, he, he happened to know half the NBA. So I was like, we can get you on board. We can have the NBA. So literally drove to D.C. or me and my partner. Loaded the car up, drove down, took a dinner. It's been breaking bread. I think a lot, and we joke, a lot of our group were more of a senior, senior team. So a lot of us, we break bread, but we forgot what that was like to have dinner with each other. That's really been the recruiting. It's been like most, more, much more mm. college football recruiting than recruiting through tech and email blast. No, it's been, hey, let's talk. Let me take you to dinner. It's been, let me go to your living rooms. I've been in living rooms. I've been in dinners. I've been recruiting a team. I guess the way that they used to build pro college teams back in the day. And, but it has been recruiting people we know, people we didn't know. LinkedIn helps because I can see people who kind of like what they're feeling and where their pulse is. Um, some we haven't filled. The hardest spot until our weakness is a CFO. Really hard to find a good CFO because bankers are naturally risk adverse. So the startup space without, you know, it's a real, that's been our hardest lift uh, is really finding a, a seat CFO because of that space. They kind of stick to themselves and they want to, you know, and so that's, there's, there's always some, you don't do everything right. Maybe that group, I should have tried something different. They don't work with the dinner and the, the shake. They're like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Numbers, projects. I'm like, we haven't sold anything yet. <laughs> going. Well, have you, have, you, have, you, have you thought of, like, at this point, like, using a, utilizing a fractional CFO? Uh, we thought of fractional, and we probably thought we're going to... I know... We might leave the seat open for the investor. Somebody say, you know what? Leave the seat open. Somebody invest that kind of money. They're going to want to see the table. Leave the seat open. Don't stress it. So I stopped stressing it. Uh, and I say, you know what? If the, the funding we're looking for, the funding comes in, you get to pick the CFO. We're not worried about our numbers, so we have no problem with it. I think, and our CLOs, that might be a good play. 
you know, don't don't try to fill it. Let them have that. Because he said, yeah. oh, one thing I will say, though, two things I learned from Mars who came from the startup world is anybody in tech, there's two things you want to worry about, economics and control. He said, don't, he said, always have those two in mind. Tech never forgets about control. Economics, he spent all time on, and he looked at Sam Alt, the board, he said, so if you're in tech and you're listening, economics and control. Well, one of the things that I've been working on on this Ranges project and getting it to where it is, and which is amazing, doing it with outsourcing different people on it, but it's like, I want that team. I, I think I want to have people on the team and doing it, but without the investors, without those things lined up quite yet, and you know, having the secret and doing that, I feel like although I can be very entrepreneurial and just go for it, there are certain things that I know as my life, I'm like, well, I don't want to just bring anybody on the team and bring like, I want to make sure that that we're going to work well together and have the same vision. And so I've been very um, deliberate mm-hmm. about that part of it. And I mean, granted, no one from Apple right now no, no, is, no, uh, is, is in the line. That, for, was, a for what that, was, that was a true coup. We got lucky on that. It was like a, uh, I think what I would say, I yeah, agree with I mean, you. That, that, that's awesome. I agree with you. And I think one of the things that we had to do was we felt very similar to the same way. Um, and building the team, a lot of this whole experience, I said I had to, I had to surrender my own ego. And that was hard for me. One of the hardest things, because I remember I'm building a tech that's phasing me out. Uh, and, and it was very hard. But in the range mm-hmm. project, I think, you know, you find great people who are passionate about that. And people, we're talking about, like, at the end of the day, people hear what we're doing, they get passionate. And I had a good, good, amazing number two. If you actually, one of the most important things we did was yep. find a number two who could be more of the hard sword than we are, but can talk to people, love it. So I think my, my most important hire by far is a number two. That was our most important thing we've done. I think anybody building, yeah. you got to get pivot. I mean, you got to get somebody there who's going to always be there when you pass. And that's that, what I would say, looking back now, the whole journey. That, that, that was probably the most important part, to have a number two that can start doing stuff, recruiting, when you can't be there. And they're in a room. I said, listen, I can't be everywhere. I need somebody to be in a room I'm not in. And especially in your project, when you're doing, your network is so vast. I mean, commercial real estate, you control black golfers. I mean, your range project should be, you know, they should be frothing at the mouth for it because that's the world they live in. And I think, uh, you know, it, it's just a matter of Look, sweat so- equity. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, between between this project and it being involved with golf, uh, you know, technology, GPS, augmented reality, AI, because also the software has a function where it actually takes in, in account your game and the elevation mm-hmm. and the distance and tells you what club that you use. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty involved and it's pretty fun doing this process, but I, I feel like there's certain things that I've done in my life and my career that have helped me, but also maybe holding me back in this regard. And like, I've had, I've been very fortunate with my life partner. My mm-hmm. wife is amazing. And the, the standard that, that I have for what a partner looks like <laughs> is, is pretty high. And her, her business, her business partner and the way they are is fantastic. And I feel like, like, yeah, that's what I, that's something like I would want in, in a partner. And I haven't quite found that in these um, in the interview so far that I've had, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah. when the student, me being the student's ready, the master appears every time. And um, every time, and I'm looking forward to it every time. And I'm really happy. I'm looking forward to really it. Really happy for you, man. It sounds awesome. 
And I'm really happy that we, like, this a year later, we jumped on. We're still rocking, like, and I, it was so awesome to be. Think of what a year it's been. It's been an, an interesting year. You know, it's been a really interesting year. And to sit back, and when you said tech, I couldn't believe it I actually could join this conversation. I was shocked. I was like, I actually could jump in and they see you. And yeah, well, your thing. That's pretty cool. I'm really happy. Like, I was geeking out a little bit because I'm yeah, really well, happy for you. Oh, thanks, man. And it's like, I feel like another thing, talk about the lessons that we've learned in this, is that you don't realize how far you can go in a year with the right attitude, the right resources, the right people around you. And again, you can go from not even having the idea to being a tech executive a year <laughs> later, building this amazing team, what you're doing. And, you know, and, and it doesn't stop here. Like, mm. like, it just gets bigger and better from here. And so if you just did that in 2023, what does 2024 have in store? It's it's pretty exciting. Well, and the, carrying that energy <laughs> into what you're doing, it's amazing. Well, we're very excited. And the, both you said something. I was like, the things you don't know, how the, the curve is going to go and the pendulum is going to swing. You just don't know. Um, you just don't know. You have no idea. And I think you appreciate it. Be humble in the journey. Uh, and I wanted to get back. One thing we have been able to do is get some good sweat equity. And the way we did our equity was interesting. We did a nice at a round table. Listen, we're all in this together. Let's make it very clear. We all have one goal now. We have our goal. We secure funding. You're paid. Now we're, now we're talking. Now you have an incentive to call your cousin up, to call your uncle who works at the hedge fund, to call your brother who's a finance. Now you have an incentive because we get paid, you get paid. And that narrative has allowed us to build a team because now they're in it. Like, okay, we're sweat equity. We're in it because... The second that thing comes due, you're pretty good. Uh, and I think because we're still, we have 100% idea and you have 100% idea, you're still very valuable. I think the founders, by the time they get to your stage, they've already carved up so much. You just happen to have it here. So you were able to get pretty far with still having it in your head. So I think you're in a really good shape when interviewing to make sure that, hey, if you're in it, you know, skin of the game helps. But we need skin of the game means, like you said, light like shit. Like, my, you know, like some of my, my no. number two, my, my guy, Jazz, gas caddy up, gas caddy, man, let's go. No, gas it up, we're going on the road. Yeah. Who are we going to go see? Gas it up. I mean, you got to have a gas it up first. Well, another, another thing that I feel like I have, I'm very fortunate to have this idea and where I am in Southern California is that there are a lot of golf people here, like the title, you know, um, Callaway's here, Titleist, Cobra. So there's a lot of people in that industry. And also the tech scene is, it, I wouldn't say it's robust, but there are a lot of people here that are involved with um, forward thinking you to, entrepreneurs. Sorry, I've been cutting you off. Brent. I know a tech wearable brother who's in the space in golf. And I got introduced to him. See, this is where the magic that happens. Guy, yeah, just, please, just please do. It. And I was like, hold on, because I was talking about throwing a golf outing, and somebody told me about who the brother was. So that's how I know he exists. And he's like, he's doing a tech wearable. So I'm like, your thing is right on top of it. I'll get his number for you, and his name I'll introduce you, because that's something you all probably a lot to talk about. But that's somebody you may want to know. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. I'd love it. That's, that's what I'd happens, love it. Right? And, and here's another thing. When we talk about that pendulum swing, and, and next year, and like, you never know what will happen – Another thing, lesson that I, I feel like is really important to share that people need to hear over and over, it's like, yeah, it could go one way or another, but it's either way it's going forward. Yeah. It can go left or right, <laughs> it can zig and zag, but you're going to, but when you take chances, when you go out there and you try something new and you're learning and you're growing, then you're going to find other people along the way. So even when you do come to those downtimes or you you hit a kind of obstacle you go in with a different mindset you're a different person and you have different 
people around you and resources and support to get over and get through those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's, it's awesome. amazing. It's like, awesome. I, yeah, it's so cool. And, and it's, and it's, it's not limited to me or you. It's like anybody, like any obstacle, anything that you want to try to do. It's like, just go for it. You just got to go. You got to swing the bat. I mean, we have a joke in our company where we say, spend the arrow. My dad said, three things you can't get back. Missed opportunity, mm. spoken word, and a spent arrow. And he always said it to me. So our joke in our company, we always say, spend the arrow. Who cares? And that's the fun. I remember being at BG Water 23 years ago when it was a startup. And I remember now feeling that same energy of just, you know, figure it out. I think we're going into the wealth optimization space via AI. It hasn't been done yet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to something that happened. So we can we have fun in your same your space. You're going to something that hasn't been done yet. And that's why I tell people at our age, jump on this AI thing because it's a, a new frontier. Is the rules aren't written yet. It's not limited to your school you went to. It's not limited to where your zip code is. It's not limited to even what you look like at this point. AI is pretty much you got the good data and it works, you'll win. And, and that's what I'm learning. Yeah. And that's what I'm learning from just dealing with these guys on a regular basis. And again, my team deals with my rants, my 2 a.m. text message rant that does happen. I got to think about this. And that, that, that they're getting used <laughs> to. Uh, but it's good to have some West Coast people who don't mind that much. It's like only 11 o'clock their time. It's like, eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. That works. That works. Yeah. So, hey, listen. Um, Congratulations congrats, on everything that, you, that you've been able to accomplish, and you got some. Yeah, man, there's there's a lot going on, and you know this this podcast has been one of the best things that I've ever done in my professional career. I get to share the space with people like yourself and all all the guests from different walks of life, and sharing people's journeys and their experiences. And again, you were the first one. You were the 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 test dummy. Test dummy, I'll take it, man. Not, not a dummy, but you know, you were the test dummy, man. No, in this space, believe me. <laughs> you learn what you don't know very quickly and, and i'm happy for you because you took something yeah. by the horns said i'm gonna do it and look back at you i'm so proud of you i mean that super proud of you to all you've done look thanks back, man and the guy was like yeah we'll do it now looking now you did he did it very 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 well that's awesome man and that's so kudos yeah, to you thanks man thanks i appreciate it hey man well, like thank said, you very much on a road tour so listen Never new york come on in man i'm here all right. All right. I'm there. All right. Hey, listen, Marley Watkins, thank you so much for joining us. Happy holidays, and I will see you soon. See you soon, man. Thank you very much, sir. Well done. Hang up. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Tools, Talents, and Techniques. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation. And if you did find value in the episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on your favorite platform, leaving a review, and sharing with your network. We have an amazing lineup in the coming weeks and months with some very impressive leaders and some of the heaviest hitters in business who are making a positive impact in the world. So stay tuned for more exciting episodes and special features coming up. We appreciate your ongoing support and look forward to welcoming you back next time on Tools, Talents, and Techniques.